So this is week seven of our Airbike Weekly. Um, we're going to be sort of mixing things up from next week with new equipment and general improvements, I think. Yeah, we've, we've format, yeah, changed a bit of format. Been diving deep into some hardware research, haven't we? <laughs> yes, and yeah. it's quite confusing. Because the current setup is a uh, Canon EDS 750D EOS. camera. <laughs> EOS. EOS camera with uh, just a external mic. Road shotgun, yep. shotgun mic. Road shotgun mic. Which is okay, but it's not very... Uh, Accessible quality's so, yeah. not great. I mean, it's average. People won't believe that it's filming on camera just because of my post exactly. post processing. Yeah. But yeah, upgrade will be much desired. Are we going with a free mic approach? Yeah, that's the plan is to get a separate mic so we can mix it. Uh, and then, yeah, hopefully we'll just reduce the editing time as well so that we can churn them out a bit quicker. Uh, and yeah, maybe increase the uh, period, uh, no, decrease the period between podcasts. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Um, so, uh, pans out. Yeah. Going all in. Going all in. <laughs> and which mediums are we distributing this on? SoundCloud? Um, I don't remember SoundCloud and iTunes. SoundCloud um, and pretty much anything else. So like if you've got a podcast app and it will fetch from one of those feeds. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty much available in all podcast apps. But obviously if someone's listening already, then don't tell them how to find it. Yeah, I was reading... Um, on the I was reading a podcast marketing little article. He said for his podcast, he did the same. He distributed it everywhere. Yeah, eighty percent of listeners came through iTunes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, iTunes is especially if you can get on the charts. Yeah, in iTunes uh, gives you good visibility. Would you say more Apple users use listen to podcasts than Android? Then I have no idea. I have no idea. It's an interesting question. If eighty percent go for iTunes, and where's the other twenty percent? The Android users. Mm. Well, no, you can well SoundCloud or outside of iTunes, but still the same mm. feeds. So, for instance, I use Overcast, which uh, pick just picks up uh, RSS feeds, yep. podcasts, um, and it comes through there. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it sounds like it sounds like your first topic because I remember speaking to you a while back about the difference between an iPhone user and an Android user, and I remember you telling me some key key differences. And an iPhone user is actually a lot more monetary-wise, a lot more valuable. Absolutely, yeah. In terms of in terms of selling them something, so yeah, they're they're way more likely to buy um, any product, really, whether yeah. it's an in-app purchase or an app. Yeah. But it's you know it's becoming increasingly harder, regardless of iOS or Android, to sell on via apps. Um, yeah. Unless it's like a physical product or whatever. Do you think that's because there's so many that's different apps? competitors out there that made it for free or reduced price or um i think there's just a a lot of stigma around um i think it's just been a race to the bottom for like a couple of years now um and there's a lot of stigma around obviously people not wanting to pay for apps but then there's actually when you put it in contrast with other purchases it's yeah. like so minute but and everyone well, you know everyone almost knows this but yeah and it's become like an inside not an inside joke but a joke around mm -hmm. that industry where people say oh like they'll spend it on this but they buy an app or mm. four quid or whatever that they use every single day um yeah it's, it's interesting and i've met app developers who are like oh uh i want to buy a podcast app or something like that and it's like oh it's the first time i bought an app and like they're an app developer and then like they've never really bought an app well, i said that the other day didn't i i bought yeah i, I barely bought any app yeah and it's a very common app. thing like even in the industry so it's really yeah. interesting topic but on that note it's, it's been an interesting week with um steve because he's Switched. He's in like from both camps <laughs> of mobile operating <laughs> operating system usage. To clarify, but um, yeah, um, 
Yeah, Ro- Ross got a iPhone X. Ten. Ten. X. It's an X though, isn't it? Mac OS X. It's debatable. Um, got a ten on Saturday. Um, then he gave me his old. Well, old. It's a, it's a month, <laughs> month old. Yeah, great. Is it a month old or two weeks? <laughs> About a month, yeah. Eight Ma- plus. Eight, yeah, a month old, eight plus, and I've been migrating towards that now. Uh, first couple of days, I was using both Android and iOS. Then I stuck my Android in the bag, and then I haven't, I haven't reached out to it yet. How's it been? How's the transition? Um, it's been nice. I've been trying to focus on only the downloading the apps I need. Yeah. So, That's rather than downloading all the apps straight away, I if I felt the urge to download it, then I'll download it. Otherwise, have, have I'll just leave it. Have you purchased any? No. <laughs> would you? Um, I'm, hard, I'm struggling to think of a app that I would purchase. Droneville. I had to give him a code. Droneville is built by Airbyte. It is a drone map. Well, yeah, it, that's one of the features. So it's, it's yeah, in, um, no fly zones map and new, latest news and articles, as well as like a status checker, depending on where you are. There you go. Um, that was just for some context. And what well, Steve didn't, Steve couldn't reach in his pocket for that one. Well, no, <laughs> no. I'm sure I've bought it before. Maybe not. No, I don't think so. No, no. I never bought it. But well, three nine nine or whatever it is. Uh, it's a good like price for an app. Well, I mean that's an interesting kind of case study and. Yeah, we we've spoken about this before and done like studies on studies and done talks on kind of different pricing structures and how we tackled it. Yeah. Um, and drone feels like yeah, aimed at premium kind of market in a very lucrative sector. Mm-hmm. Like confused us, they have a lot. They spend a lot of money on drones, so you'd think that four pounds extra on a app, a nice app, that um, help them. Yeah, you do but, see some sales come through, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's Trickling not it's not enough to make a living off, but um, there's there's sales there, and it does it serves its purpose really well, mm-hmm. and people enjoy it. And we actually released an update this week for iPhone 10, um, as well as some iOS 11 fixes. So nice. Download now, <laughs> available now on the all app stores. Uh, <laughs> Is it all countries as well? Most countries, uh, definitely the US and the UK. Um, but probably is about, it's been a while since I've to be honest, checked out. Um, do you do you use a drone? Not as much as I'd like, but you know. <laughs> what own do you, what drone do you own? What drone? Do well, you we own? bought a Mavic Pro, um, <laughs> which we should, yeah don't really use, but it looks nice. It does. Where is it? In the office? No, it's not. Uh, somewhere else. <laughs> no, have you got it? Or, uh, no, I think you got it. Um, probably. Are you allowed to fly it around here in Reading? Yep. This is a safe fly zone. Yeah. Only. Yeah, I mean, it's well, th- there's a general law, and this is what people forget, that, like, regardless of a no-fly zone, fly zone, there's some general laws that you can't fly close enough, too close to a building, Yeah. Can, try and avoid populated areas, should always be in sight, those sort of things. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then on top of that, there are specific areas that you're just not allowed to fly because it's usually near an airport or secret location that they yeah. don't want people to spy on. Are you allowed to fly over private property? In terms of like houses, um, is it just I think a big it depends on the height. I think it depends on the height. Mm. I think there was a case on um, <coughs> George Clooney lives just down the road, doesn't he? Yes, and there was a case against someone flying a drone near his building, and I think he's got some anti-drone technology built into his garden <laughs> to stop it. So, uh, yeah. what technology is that? It kind of uh, disrupts the signals, I guess. Yeah. And uh, causes the drone either to fall out of the sky or... Yeah, I think, I think it's kind of if you park on private property, uh, it's kind of at your own risk. So if you fly someone's drone and they sh- shoot it uh, down yeah, or do anything yeah. like that, you don't really have an argument um, mm-hmm. because you're encroaching. But if it's like high enough, I think... 
it's you do you do you are because yeah. the same as like a plane you know planes obviously go over people's houses but mm -hmm. um, they don't usually get you don't get revenue so. for that airspace no anyway but back to the iPhone adoption for me anyway it's been a yeah it's it's the best iPhone I've used yeah well um, you'd hope so Apart yeah, from the yeah, 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Plus is a, is a great phone. And the 10, the review is, yeah, really good. Um, it takes some getting used to, but like now when I look at a square phone, I'm like, or a square, square screen, uh, it seems archaic. Mm. Mm. Already? Already. In Already. a week. Yeah. Less than a week. What I always find interesting about the launches is how they say, and how you just said, it's the best one yet. Yeah. Of course, it's going to be. It'd be ludicrous. If it was if the it worst one yet. But they still use that as their kind of selling point. Yeah. Yep. An interesting thing as well is the Apple Watch seems to be, uh, particularly well, in the community anyway, seems to be gaining a bit of support again. So like <coughs> a lot of people are kind of like giving it a second chance. That's interesting. Um, yeah. Because it's it was almost too early. Um, mm -hmm. More so like the technology wasn't quite there. It was slow. It didn't was. have the connectivity, like the 3G connectivity, 4G connectivity, yeah. um, everything like that. And so the fact it can really run independently and stuff put a lot of people off, uh, myself included. Yeah, I mean, we, you had one. We both well. sold ours. We both sold ours just before. In the last few months, yeah. Series 3 launch, so. Um, Would you go back? Um, not yet. Not yet. Yeah, probably not. I'm about to justify yeah. it. I mean, I used it a lot when I was, like, running. Um, so if I was kind of, like, taking that back up again, I'd probably get one then, because it's, like, really good for when you're using music. Um, using music? playing music while you're running yeah. and then like being able to switch tracks or whatever that's like a really good use case but it's because you don't you don't need your phone right that's a, that's what's so good about it now yeah. so you can take it out and it's its own device yeah and you can call people on it and you don't need the phone at and, all and when I was using it they did, Spotify never had a, an official watch app yeah. which was really annoying um, especially now because it comes with like 16 gig of uh, storage on the watch so if you want to sync stuff offline um, unless you've got that Spotify yeah. watch app. I don't know if they might brought it out. They did. I remember using it. So maybe... Oh, they did bring it Did you out. get it very early? Yeah, I got it. I was, yeah, quite really early on. Quite really early. Quite really early. <laughs> quite really. <laughs> okay. Uh, does it connect with uh, AirPods? Yeah, yeah. Or Bluetooth devices? Yeah, so all, all Bluetooth. So. But AirPods obviously have that like killer integration with yep. phone calls and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah a lot of people just are using like AirPods and watch. That's good. Weird. Interesting. Weird. Not very functional. Apparently it is though, because like it's almost like now we're going into like the post-connected stage where people are desired, desiring being offline. Yeah. So like people don't want messages all the time. They mm. don't want to be bothered all the time. So it allows them to have, kind of almost have that disconnect whilst not be totally disconnected, just like limited. <laughs> See, it's funny you say that because that was my biggest problem with the Apple Watch <laughs> is that I never felt disconnected because it was always on my wrist. Yeah. And it was always buzzing every time I got any notification. Yeah, it does depend how you tune it. Like when I, I had the same problem, yeah. I turned like everything off apart from like messages. And then it's just the watch. Ugh. And then, yeah, it gets a bit mm. thing. But then you still go over the integration. So it depends It depends on each everyone's value, like yeah. what you get out of it. If you turn everything off, then you just use it as you want to use it, you know, as you want, when you when you want to. Mm -hmm. yeah. Similar to my phone, I've turned off all my notifications on my new iPhone. Oh, yeah. Because you just don't want to be no. bothered all the time. Yeah. Profit slack. Slack's always on. Slack, good. Mm, <laughs> good concern, though. But yeah, there is that whole thing, and then do not disturb as well is a big 
mm. big thing. So like you can set hours yeah. between uh, where you, where you still like the messages still come through, but they just don't like alert you. Yeah. Do people like notifications? <laughs> they like useful notifications, um, but it's it's quite an interesting one as well because if they if they find it really uh, not useful and annoying, the the penalty is like usually like instant delete. So like mm-hmm. you, there's a very fine line between being really useful, yeah, yeah. and then as soon as you turn annoying, like you've lost, you yeah, you're out. Uh, and it's usually like a one strike rule sort mm-hmm. of thing. Like you can send like ten useful notifications, you send one really annoying one. A lot of people, you'll find people delete it just based on that that one because they can overlook the others because they're like, okay, maybe that's not useful for me, but it could be. Like one day, might this might be useful. Yeah, and it's it's quite tough to turn notifications off. It's quite a long winded. Yeah, to scroll true, through true. all your different yeah. and find that exact and obviously like fine grain permissions like some maps it's a bit like email unsubscribes mm-hmm. right like you don't know whether the app's actually going to do what it says it's going to do yeah. so some apps obviously provide like oh we'll only do breaking news or we'll message you every time the story breaks or every time the cat gets stuck in a tree and then they might do that they might not yeah. it's their interpretation of it same as like an email subscribe like Oh, we only send you really yeah. relevant offers. Mm-hmm. Do you? They're powerful if used correctly. Yeah, of course. Right. Of course. Um, if you're a business, you can grab your customers' attention like that. Yeah. But as you said, one slip up. Yeah. And I find in a lot of people that I've met who might be like for, like or influencers or kind of nearing like celebrity status, say, and they will often have a lot of notification stuff. They just don't enable. So like yeah. a lot of high kind of value targets if you're looking in terms of marketing don't actually yeah. um, utilize notifications that much unless you convince them why which is all about messaging my um, android device had a little light on it and uh, above the screen mm. so there's like a little flashing light whenever a notification and i've always hated it <laughs> mine does has that as well yeah and I, as soon as i switched to the other phone i just feel a lot more peaceful now yeah because <laughs> yeah. i was always looking out for it i was like yeah and I was, you- you think you see it sometimes? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You do a second, <laughs> second look at it, it drives you crazy. And then, I've got that, yeah. And if wow. you forget it to turn the phone upside down when you're sleeping, then suddenly the whole room lights up with red. <laughs> you know, yeah. I didn't realise this was such an issue. Is for you. What is I a nice them. touch? Sorry? What is a nice touch about that light? I've got on mine. Is that it changes colour depending on the notification? Yeah. What's that green? Yeah. I think that's worse though. Because you know. You know. You know what it's going to be already. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there a way to turn it off? There is. You can change the colours of it as well. Oh, really? Yeah, you oh, can why didn't you just do that? <laughs> well, did so, you not realise it was a problem until it was gone? Yeah, I think so. He's just an iPhone fanboy now. He is. Pre- preaching. I, I just had a week of non-notifications and it's been a good week. Interesting. I might go back. Though. But this week he's been disconnected. So, if you're waiting for an email reply from Steve, <laughs> that would be why. <laughs> so, what's your topic, Alex? I just read a little article on TechCrunch, yeah. as you do, uh, about Facebook Marketplace. So that's, my, that's what I wanted to talk about today. Uh, the, the article was that they're now allowing property rentals on Facebook Marketplace. Did they not before? No. So kind of integrated, find your home, where do you want to find it? Yeah. You know, like really going heavy on that specific niche. Mm. They did the same previously with cars as well, just trying to compete in that market. And of, of course... Um, Facebook Marketplace allowed anyone to post whatever house, car, but now they've really kind of dedicated a, a specific slot for that. Yeah. Uh, obviously, just to try and get people on 
just keep using that. They ideally want people to do everything on there. They all do. And you weren't familiar, Steve, were you with what? Facebook Marketing? Well, I think I didn't know the difference between... There's lots of local groups selling things. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the difference between that and. It's basically they turn that into a feature. Yeah, is how to describe. That's exactly what happened. They so is the marketplace a separate yeah. URL? Or is it different? It's app? a it's a whole different section. Do you right. do you have Facebook on your phone? How to Facebook? No, I don't. <laughs> I've never. I haven't had Facebook on my phone in over a year. Uh, yeah, so it's, that's, it's a, that's a, a different topic. <laughs> it's actually in the bottom bar center. Is it really? Yeah, didn't even know it was that prominent. I believe now. so. Or one of the, so one is, it, is it on the web version? Yeah, marketplace on your left, the sidebar. Left sidebar. My Facebook is is ruined. When I load Facebook, the, the sidebar is no ad blocker. Maybe ad blocker. Probably. Um. Yeah. On yeah, but on on marketplace because I can't remember when it first launched. Obviously, it, I think it probably rolled out at different about times. A year ago, let's say. Oh really? I thought it was longer than that because yeah, Steve, Steve and I were after we did um, uni out like an app for university students at the university we went to. We were really looking at that kind of problem of like people mm -hmm. trading because especially at university level, there's like so much like secondhand yeah. wheeling and dealing, um, usually for just need, um, you know, particularly books, yeah. resources, sure. even stuff like bikes. Um, just because you've got that constant churn of like people moving out and then they're like, well, I don't need this anymore. Yeah. And um, people want money. Yeah, and so we were, we were really looking into like how we could do that, and um, we kind of assumed it would be like a chicken and egg. Kind of problem, and then about a month after that, Facebook were like, "Oh, we're going to do like this yeah. marketplace." So we were kind of like, "So we were kind of like, well, glad we didn't pursue yeah, that yeah, in sure. too much depth." But um, I found it really fascinating how they overcame that uh, chicken and egg because when I first used it, I was like, "How? How are so many people using this locally? Like, there's so many listings." Mm. So we realised it was the yeah, just taking products from groups like local groups yeah. and just putting them on there yeah um, so do you use it personally i don't at the moment but last year when it came out me and my uni mates got very excited about it because there was a lot of things on there for a low price right uh, it was uh, when we were following gary vaynerchuk he's had he has his um he calls it a 2017 flip challenge right which i'm no longer pursuing <laughs> but uh, now um he basically says like yeah, you can buy buy these things cheap. Mm. The local marketplaces, uh, garage sales, which don't exist here, but you know, boot fairs, etc., and sell them for a for a premium, like on eBay or whatever. Yeah. So there's quite a few quite a few bargains around the area. I picked up, um, got a TV actually, end of my bed, nice plasma from Facebook Marketplace, absolute bargain. But <laughs> what is that noise? Sound like someone screaming in the events. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was. There were a lot. There was money to be made. People flogging their stuff because the friction to to uploading a product onto Facebook for sale was so low. So people were. Does, does Facebook get a chunk? No, they just do it for yeah. uh, driving traffic. Yeah, engagement. Yeah, and you can put it for sale. There's no moderation. Um, but who manages stuff that gets? Because when you had the little local groups, yeah. there'd be an administrator who would say, "You can't post this here. You can't post that." Yeah. Um, no, I'm not sure if there's any. I mean, there must be some systems in place, but it seems it's kind of a bit of a free for uh, Is it localized as well? Yeah, yeah. It's searched by miles and everything. And yeah, so kind of, as I was saying, like they build it up from there. Mm. And I haven't been really using it much recently, but um, adding cars, property, all just to yeah, get. They're not making money. I'm not sure about the property and cars, mm. but they just want more people on their app for longer. And to them, that's very valuable for investors. Yeah. Look at. Uh, time and app 
has increased over the yes. number of months, so can't be bad. Have you, do you, have you ever used it, Ross? No, I haven't used Marketplace. I've seen it, uh, but mm. I've never part- participated <laughs> in this Marketplace. Do you, uh, do you use Gumtree, eBay? Uh, I've sold, yeah, I use eBay quite a bit. Um, I've sold stuff on Gumtree. Yeah. Um, I'm not against using Facebook Marketplace, really. Mm-hmm. Um, there is something, I don't know, there is a bit of something there about tying your identity to, like, a purchase. Like, your yeah. real identity. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Better or worse? Better if you're a buyer. buyer. <laughs> Worse yeah, if you're a seller sure. because I don't know. There's just a bit of apprehension where you're like, oh boy, if someone know, if someone know, you know, I know, like picks up on this or something like that. Um, what are you selling? I don't know. Like, <laughs> but it's just a bit weird. Like, if you're selling like loads of stuff, then yeah, it, yeah, and then um, but vice versa, you like to have a nosy. Like when you were uh, buying your bike, yeah, we obviously had like a good review of that. <laughs> The seller, and there's something you should always do is like try and check yeah. out the seller as much as you can. Mm. Um, but I, I bought my first car on Facebook. Did you? Yeah, it was on a, one of the local groups. Early adopter. Early adopter. Uh, well, not first car, it's a couple of years ago now. But yeah, someone just advertised it, and it was useful to see their Facebook profile. Cause yeah, you kind of check their legit, check the story, story covers up. It's, it's good because you know, things things work in your, your buyer's favour when, in terms of price. If you're actually going there to make the effort, go there, and it's such a limited thing, especially if it's a car, you can't ship. Mm. Get yourself a good bargain. Yep. Fall asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Got like four minutes. Alright. Rockstack update. Rockstack update. Why are you all looking at me? (laughs) Okay, I'll give the Rockstack update. Talk about the API. No. But, yeah, we're still working on it. Uh, I don't know when public launch is, though, Alex. Mm-hmm. Public launch. Oh, we need to redo the segment. What segment? This is three work stack segment. Why? <laughs> I don't know, it didn't, didn't start public. Okay. <sighs> We've got, alright, two minutes. Let's talk about rucksack. <laughs> I said rucksack. <laughs> alright, let's, let's have a rucksack update. Yep, go on then. Uh, so, we are still working away. Um, it's been in the hands of a couple of people, friends getting feedback yep. um, quite yeah good feedback it's always it's strange with this product how so many people are confused by the simple concepts like even just accounts and everything like that like we've really get screwed up on that side of things like we really need to make it a lot clearer mm-hmm. um, but it's a learning process uh, I don't know where public launches at this stage yeah we we have we have two kind of thoughts on that because there's obviously improvements to be made in terms of the accuracy of product fetching which will delay the launch and vice and on the other hand there is you know we can we can in, implement a quick fix mm. for that to make users you know confirm the details of the product so that it's accurate because at the moment you know there's, there's some flaws we're not we're not picking up every single product accurately but Ross do you a believer that you know you want to get that accuracy nailed down you don't want to paper over <laughs> well yeah we yeah we don't want to paper over cracks by showing the user a dialogue because mm-hmm. we made a mistake, yeah. right? Um, so we want to basically fetch prices really accurately, and we've got good ideas on how we can do that. Um, and yeah, I'm keen to get that in before launch, but it's yeah, time's running out. Really. Time is running out because we, we've got to do the front end side of things. And That's doing. Uh, yeah, we've got, we've got a um, result who's working with us to kind of design up some some UI side of things, just to make it a bit more prettier, a bit more consumer facing, um, and it does look really good, showing promise. So yeah, first start kind of painting that. 
into the uh, whatever it is. <laughs> Time. Shit. The outro? What? The outro last week was alright. What was it? The beatboxing? Yeah. Okay. Just talking. It's just like, here's the outro. So yeah, here's the outro. Thanks for tuning in. Hopefully, uh, next podcast will be stark improvement. Crisper. Crisper. Cleaner. Cleaner. Better format. Better format. In as well, yeah. So, see you then.